In March 2017, the ship Tamim al-Dar found itself and its crew abandoned at sea, 25 nautical miles off the coast of the UAE. It was one of several ships owned by Elite Way Maritime Services, a company facing financial difficulties that found itself unable to pay the crew's salaries or maintain its fleet. For nearly two and a half years, four crew members, two from India and two from Eritrea, were stuck aboard their ship, awaiting payment and the chance to travel home. On December 19th, 33 months after they were first abandoned at sea, the four seafarers finalised an agreement with their employer for 80% of their own wages. This is Beyond the Headlines. I'm James Haynes-Young, The National's foreign editor, and this week we're looking at seafarers who spend years abandoned at sea. I have two kids. One is eight year old and my daughter, she is, when I came here, she was eight months. Now she is three and a half year, more than three and a half year. In 2016, the ship Tamim al-Dar set sail from Bahrain to Iraq. During the journey near the UAE, the ship's engine died. The crew were told to drop anchor and await further instructions. Two years later, they were still waiting. But this isn't an isolated incident. In 2019 alone, 25 ships around the world were abandoned at sea, with more than 250 crew members left stranded. Of these 25 cases, only two have so far been resolved. Vikash Mishra is the second engineer of the Tamim al-Dar. He's been away from home for well over two years, but he's been telling his family he'll be returning soon. Might be I'm in some trap or something and I'm not saying them. Like that. Still they are thinking that uh, might be I'm in jail or something. That's why I'm not coming. Because my friends and all, they are saying that contract was seven months. It was already passed. Eight months contract already passed. He still is not coming and he's giving daily excuses that, okay, within 10 days I will come. This excuse I'm giving last two years. That, okay, next 10 days I'm coming next. So they are saying that my, might be some legal trouble is there. That's why they are not coming. So why couldn't the four crew members just go home? Well, there's a few reasons. Abandonment occurs when a ship owner or company is unable to pay for the crew or to maintain its fleet. And that leaves the seafarers in a precarious situation. It's illegal for ships to be left unattended at sea as they pose a risk to other boats. But why is this the seafarers' problem and not the company's? Well, the crew can't just come ashore without permission from the Coast Guard or the correct paperwork. On top of that, they can't be repatriated to their home countries without legally coming to shore. And so they wait. Sheheb Mamdour is a senior associate at legal firm Fikte & Co. And he's been working on helping abandoned seafarers and explains the issue. Because you never know what's going to happen with the weather. Uh, uh, there is no security, uh, accidents, collisions, uh, drifting of a vessel. All such things can happen and nobody to report that if the vessel is, uh, has no crew on board. In addition to this, seafarers' wages are usually left unpaid whilst they're abandoned. Approx, uh, with my four friends, I uh, borrow more than $15,000 till now. Because everyone wants that if they are giving you salary, you must return. And I promise them that, okay, within one year I will return you. And this is now three years running. So they also lost hope and they don't believe me. So as the time at sea increases, so do their debts back home. And the crew were stranded aboard the vessel without any resources to maintain its upkeep. The conditions aboard became increasingly worse as time passed, and the men were dependent on external help for everything from food to clean water. 
The crew of the Tamim al-Dar were even forced to sleep on the deck when the ship became infested with bedbugs and cockroaches. When the crew were left without power, they had to use furniture as fuel to heat up basic rations. Reverend Andy Bowman is the regional director of non-profit Mission for Seafarers that provides assistance and emergency aid to the crew. He describes the first time he went aboard an abandoned vessel. The ship was the Azraq Moya, another vessel owned by Elite Way Maritime Services that was abandoned at around the same time as the Tamim al-Dar. To go there, you get on a small speedboat. Um, you can only go when the weather's calm. So for the first 30, 45 minutes of your journey, you're sitting on the back of a speedboat. You know, the, the skyline of Dubai is behind you. And, you know, certainly for me, I was lulled into thinking, actually, this is, this is quite nice, isn't it? I guess I was struck by two things when I first saw them. One was just their delight at having somebody come and listen to their story. They were just delighted that we'd come. Um, second, pretty quickly, was to see the conditions that they were living in. Um, you know, uh, broken toilets, showers that weren't working, broken cookers, lack of fuel, and it became pretty clear that they were living pretty well hand-to-mouth. They began talking of you know, issues with their skin and health problems. And um, I want to say within half an hour, we were struck by the significant challenges that they were facing. I was shocked by how they had managed to keep things going and keep it as normal as possible, but, but it was anything but normal. You know, they were, and they were literally stuck. There was no escape. Um, they had no idea when they'd get off. They had no idea when food would come, when water would come, when any more bunker fuel would come. They were just left day on, day out, waiting, really. The Azraq Moya was embroiled in an 18-month dispute that ended in June 2019. Captain Ayapan and the last two members of his crew were finally free to go home, but in the final settlement, they only got between 60 and 80% of their outstanding salaries. At the same time, some miles away, the remaining crew aboard the Tamim al-Dar feared that their ship was posing a threat to their lives. The vessel was listing, meaning it was taking on water and tilting to the side. The four men attempted to get on a lifeboat to shore, but their hopes of reaching land were dashed. The Coast Guard ordered them back, and the crew didn't have the correct paperwork to be permitted entry to the UAE. On top of that, the Coast Guard didn't want a sinking ship drifting off the coast. But because of the risk that the ship would founder, just over a month later, the crew were given clearance to come ashore. At 10pm on August 8th, 2019, the four crew members left the Tamim al-Dar. Between them, the four men were owed more than $250,000 in back pay, but negotiations mean they'll only receive around $200,000. Reverend Andy Bowerman is happy that the crew members are safe, but he's still concerned. Yeah, and that, well, I think their immediate future and then their longer-term future is still a concern, certainly for me, would be... Um, I was with the company last week, and, and the company last week... He quietly said, look, yes, we, we have managed to sell or we think we've got a buyer for one of the Elite Way Marine vessels, which will bring in a significant amount of revenue. And, and clearly those four are high priority when that revenue comes in to be sorted out. But also just the long term. You know, these guys have been two and a half, three and a half years away from home. At, at some pretty significant moments in their families' lives. Yeah, you can never actually get that time back. So I worry about what the longer term future is for them and, and their families and their mental well-being and all those things. Although the crew were heading home, the emotional state that these men had to endure for over two years will stay with them. 
now only the visa process is remain hopefully within 2-3 days and we can fly to our country and we can see our kids our family and yes of course this all my struggle was it was very painful and full of sadness and uh, and uh, it was uh, i mean uh, i have seen a lot of a horrible moment during this abandonment for over a year vikas has been telling his family that he'll be joining them soon but this time with the signed agreement he should finally be able to keep his promise so far in 2019 the indian diplomatic mission in dubai has helped repatriate more than 100 seafarers caught up in similar cases Countries are trying to tackle this problem. An amendment was made in January 2017 to the International Maritime Labour Laws to ensure that ship owners have insurance. This would compensate seafarers and their families in the event that the vessel is abandoned. While the UAE hasn't signed up to this amendment, they are introducing a new law which will make the process of repatriation much faster in future cases. I asked lawyer Shahab Memdur about the new law and how it will help abandoned seafarers. They will be abandoned, but how the law will deal with that? What is the right to be given to the authorities to act fast, to avoid any problems? This is what the law should talk about. But to prevent abandonment, I, I doubt it because it will happen. But the measures to be taken for fast actions, instead of filing a labor claim and, and, and uh, waiting for two years, and if they are not repatriated, they can still on the vessel until they get a final verdict and sell the vessel through the auction or to scrap the vessel or something like that. That takes a lot of time. So the law should treat that in, in an, an urgency case. Captain Ayapin of Eliteway's other ship, the Azraq Moya, is home in India. But despite being away from his family for over 18 months, he's planning to go back to sea. This is my profession to work in the sea. Uh, so anyway, I need money. Further, my uh, family, life and everything, I need money. So get back to, I'm getting ready to back to sea, earn money. For many of these men, a life at sea is the best way to support their families. Reverend Andy Bauman gives us his thoughts on how being abandoned affects the chances of employment for these crew. You know, depending on if, if the seafarer concerned is seen as the whistleblower, if you're seen as the whistleblower, I think some companies do think twice about taking you on. But, but there is a, a shortage of seafarers, and, and therefore there is always work if you're prepared to work for any company. Um, and I think some of these gentlemen perhaps took on work with companies that if they thought about it again, maybe they wouldn't. You know, it's a difficult time in the maritime industry. And, and if you're a company that works very with very close margins, um, you can quickly get yourself into trouble. We contacted Eliteway Maritime Services for comment on this podcast. When we spoke to them, they pointed out that the four seafarers had finalised negotiations and were leaving the UAE for their home countries on the 19th of December. When we checked in again with the sailors, they said the negotiations had been agreed and their visas were being processed, so they'd be legally allowed to leave the country. Vikas tells us about these negotiations. They all explaining that company was in big trouble Please try to understand so many things they are saying. And they said that better you go home, 
how long you will be here like this situation so it is my advice accept our uh, offer and go home and uh, join some good company and all so many things and see your family like this then uh, uh, one guy said that you want this 3000 4000 extra money or you want to see your kids i said if you will say don't say 3000 4000 if you will ask me you want your salary or you want to see your kids i will say i want to see my kids for updates on the seafarers visit the national.ae thanks this week to reverend andy bowman from mission to seafarers and jehab memdur from fikta and co as well as vikas mishra and the other crew members from the tamim aldar this week's podcast was produced by aisha khan and arthur edison as well as nick webster i've been your host james haynes young to keep up to date with all the beyond the headlines episodes subscribe in your favorite podcasting app and if you can spare a minute to leave us a review it really helps <laughs>